Hello all, my name is Calvin and welcome to my first ever podcast of Pounds. Before I jump into my first topic, self-care culture, I wanted to just let you know what this podcast is all about and just a bit about me. Pounds is an acronym meaning Lost Black Souls. This podcast is not for strict solutions and I do not hold all the answers. This is mainly a tool for conversation. I want us to come together to provide different perspectives on things that affect us physically, mentally, and culturally. This is not strictly for black people. However, as a black man growing up and living in America, I am forced to live life through a restricted lens. I want us to break that cycle of the mental strains placed on us throughout history. And the first and best step to do so is to talk about and hear the things we may not want to. I do want to leave this all open to questions and conversations. So while I am riding this one solo dolo, I do want you guys to listen, subscribe, and drop me some questions. I will be releasing the next episode subject at the end of this one. If you want to possibly join in as a guest, you can request that as well. A little bit about myself. My name is Calvin Harwell, and I'm a student of life like everyone else. I am 28 years old, a Libra, and I identify as a black gay man in the society stacked against people like me, both black and non-heterosexual. Despite that, I am here for all of my black brothers and sisters, regardless of what you do and who you lay with. I am opinionated, but who isn't these days? But I am not judgmental, as we all have our walk of life and our crosses to bear. If you want to know anything else about me, please feel free to drop a line. I'm a person of open communication, something that we honestly lack in this community. So never be afraid to ask or say something that you are genuinely feeling. With that being said, I want to move into my topic for this episode, self-care culture. What is self-care? Why is it a cultural movement? Why is this important for other lost black souls like myself? And let's break it down. Sis, are you doing it right? I do want to give you all the precursor that I use my gender terms and pronouns loosely. I am never here to offend. It is just a part of my patois as a non-hetero man of color in our community. Now, as we all know, self-care is self-explanatory. It is the art of making sure you are good first and foremost in your life. It is the art of fixing any in-house issues you may have physically, mentally, and even spiritually. It is the denunciation of anything and anyone. I want to let that sit. As a matter of fact, I repeat it. Anything and anyone that is toxic in your life. Now that part hits home with me and I'm sure it does with you all too, but we'll get into that a little later. Now as far as self-care culture goes, I call it a culture because we the people have made it so. How many times do you scroll on your social media and you see the words self-care or toxic or growth? All of these things are components of self-care. We give each other advice. We push each other to go to treatments or to seek help if need be. We even post our own images of quote-unquote self-care. And I say this one with quotations because our own thoughts of self-care may be self-coddling or superficial coping. I have been in many self-care groups on Facebook where it is either an intimate or a broad setting where you could post your feelings or situations and people would chime in to give you advice in a different perspective. Honestly, I love the unity when it comes to it, but is it truly effective? Are we really talking about the things we need to talk about or are we just masking them and pushing it to the back? One main thing that I've noticed, and I speak generally when I say this, is that a main component of self-care culture is money. We monetize it by posting our trips or posting the things that we buy ourselves on a tough day and calling it self-care. When it comes down to it, though, your problems and issues that you've been dealing with are still there. To me, that's my cue that I will speak objectively. The core issues are still there. 
Yes, that trip or that purchase is somewhat a form of self-care because in that moment, the issue or problem you are facing is as far as it possibly can be. However, it is still there. Self-care is mainly about facing these issues, finding the actual core of them and placing yourself in the positions to fix them. That trip or that extra expense doesn't amount to much in self-care culture if there wasn't any work done. Any facet of self-care needs to be catered to Two, working on the root of the issues. Excuse me. Another thing that I personally have noticed is that most of us aren't dealing. We are just superficial coping. Another to me moment. We live in a superficial culture. We praise the money and follow the shine of sparkling diamonds. We have a lot of thoughts and practices that aren't original but programmed into us. Superficial coping is not the actual action of fixing the core, but the portrayal of it. Social media has trained us to post and share our good and hide and condemn the bad when it is all a part of life. Life isn't all peaches, blue skies, and dandelions. Life is the story of the sunshine after the storm. Life is the silver lining around the rust. The most beautiful things in life are the imperfections. So we must own them like we do the perfections. When you are practicing your self-care, are you truly doing it for you or are you doing it for someone else? Are you getting in line because you want to or because that person you're crushing on will see you or you'll get more likes and shares? Put yourself first. Excuse my tongue, but fuck everyone else, family and friends included. You can't be the best you if you're subconsciously shaping yourself based off of someone else. On the topic of others, however, we must keep in mind that introverted behaviors are not conducive to healing. Now, I know that there are naturally introverted people, and if that be the case, then I'm not speaking to you per se. This part is for the people that have been so damaged by others that they exhibit introverted behaviors out of defense. Those that were once social people, but after so many failed friendships, relationships, and family matters, they just choose not to deal with people. That social entity within is a part of you. Social interactions are necessary, and for my social butterflies out there, we, because I am one as well, must learn that it's not the people that is the problem. It's our discernment. A lot of us tend to let people in or get close to people that aren't supposed to be. We try to make seasonal people permanent in our lives. And not only can that drain you, but the energy you were putting towards any work into yourself is now being redirected to a toxic person or situation. The funny thing is, sometimes the person isn't toxic at all. Sometimes we're just not compatible on our levels, no matter how hard we try to force it. During the time of healing ourselves, we select which energies we want around us. Before you select them, I will personally evaluate your friendships first. For most of us, our friends are our first responders because we more times than often can talk to them uninhibitedly. I think of friends as our chosen family, but just like family, our friendships may be damaging to us without us noticing. Take some time to evaluate. This isn't a notice to start cutting people off, but we must place people in a spot that will avoid any cost to us mentally. I know it may be hard, but with an honest and open conversation, your friends will and should understand. And if you don't, then you have your answer as well. The goal at the end of self-care is titled growth. And the hardest thing about growth is that we all don't do it at the same pace. You are going to lose people in your life. You're going to lose people close to you. You're going to meet new ones. You're going to do things differently. You are going to find a lot of things that you used to enjoy old and worn out. Change is inevitable. It just hurts worse when you fight it. Just know that through it all, it is okay to let people in. 
Everyone is not out to get something from you. And even in your process, people will be there to assist you whether you want them to or not. Step back and start identifying your core issues and reasonings. When you start working on those, you will identify everything you will and will not accept out of people. It begins to get easier to let people in because you are more selective about the energies you keep around. You become more comfortable with blocking negative energies before they even get close enough to affect you. And you become more appreciative for the positive influences in your life. Well, since this once again is solo, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Because of the topic and how broad it is, I will leave it open to questions and I will try to cover them at the beginning of the next episode, which is currently titled Pray About It. I want to discuss mental relations, mental issues and religious relations. So if you have any questions about self-care, anything that you want to add in or that I may have missed or even anything that you want to come at me with like you want to question, you want to delve deeper or you just completely don't agree with. Feel free to message me. Go ahead. It's an open channel because the more that we talk about these issues, the more we learn how to identify and how to combat these things in the black community. So with that being said, I want you all to follow the love, follow the light and enjoy your night. And once again, my name is Calvin and I'm signing off. Thank you for listening to Pounds.